Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new, all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla Mutin, who's our nutritionist in residence. We work together on a daily basis uh, with patients here in our offices in Manhattan and across the country and around the world via Zoom and Skype and whatever means people communicate yes. with these days when they don't want Around the world. to go out and about. Mm-hmm. Uh, with apologies for focusing on COVID almost entirely in part one. But we have questions. We have questions. And we have to respond. We have questions and yeah. there's a demand. Yeah. But it, you know, for comic relief, we have a question. <laughs> <laughs> about something else. About something else. <laughs> this is from Mary. Mary says, I am diagnosed with Hashimoto's Lyme and rheumatoid arthritis. Yikes, that's a nasty combo. I've been on Armour Thyroid for many years. I have thyroid peroxidase uh, antibodies greater than 600. Wow, so this person going to really feel kind of run down. There's some yeah. real autoimmune stuff going on. Right. So the doctor ordered uh, leothyronine. Leothyronine. thank you. Which is T3. Yeah. Took this med for two weeks, resulting in extreme edema in my hands feet, and ankles. Hmm. So I discontinued it. Hmm. So did seek another opinion. However, both doctors stated to continue with the armor with no other recommendations. But I reported to both doctors that I'm very sensitive to medications that I feel I'm allergic to armor, getting a buildup of phlegm in my throat Hmm. immediately after taking the medicine. Hmm. Is there an alternative medication or supplement? Yeah, you know, I haven't really heard of that. Uh, But, uh, you know, if indeed it is... Uh, you know, there's actually animal proteins in the thyroid, in armor thyroid. It's porcine. Porcine. Right? It's from pork yeah. thyroids. Yeah. And so if you want a cleaner, less allergenic form, uh, you can take synthroid, synthetic yeah. thyroid, yeah. which may not be as efficacious at boosting your T3 because mm. some, some people don't, uh, don't, uh, uh, transform T4 to T3 that well. Yeah. But it's is there, cleaner. Is there a place for zinc and selenium to help with that transformation? Or yeah, no? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So taking some supple- supplemental it can help zinc or that transformation. You know, would, you could take synthroid. The problem with synthroid is that some it's colored. You know, it has different uh, dyes in it. So uh, ah. if you're very very sensitive, you might have to take a uh, compounded form of uh, T4. Mm-hmm. Just take the uh, levothyroxine in a pure form that is you know free of adulterants, free of Gluten free of yeah. you know whatever uh, All of that. colorings, mm-hmm. but you know look this is a person who could be hypersensitive because she's got 
two autoimmune diseases at least. She's got yeah. Hashimoto's and, Lyme. and and rheumatoid arthritis. And rheumatoid arthritis and Lyme. And so that really means creates an inflammatory state. Totally. A lot of cytokines floating around, and you know could create kind of a hair trigger immune system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's wow. a it's a complicated case. But you know it's a case that can be um, addressed. Is Nature Throid also made of? Nature Throid is, is porcine too, or I, something I else. I actually think Nature Throid is just a T four T three combination, which okay. is a possibility too. Okay, all right, Mary. Best of luck to you. Feel better soon. Ah, this comes from Sheila. Dear Doctor Hoffman, I read your article about fructose for so long being recommended to those with diabetes. If yeah, that, I remember, like you know, in the in the seventies, you know, when I would yeah. go to a health food store, it would be like diabetic sugar. Yeah, doesn't make your blood sugar go right. up. Well, Sheila says she's older than you. Oh, why? Wow. So she so, really? And I'll, and I'll get to that in a moment. the The problem with high fructose corn syrup is that it's laboratory made. We know containing a high amount of fructose plus glucose. The body treats it more or less like table sugar. Yeah, That's it is. It actually is not just fructose. It's, it's fructose not, with glucose, which is equivalent to sucrose. Right. To, it's a really that rocket degree. fuel for exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the word fructose in the names makes people think that high fructose corn syrup is a natural form of fructose. Even the the sugar lobby even called it corn sugar. Yeah. It's just corn sugar. Right. Anyway, it's unnatural, and our bodies seem not to handle it well. Now Sheila says, "I'm older than you." And there were no fat girls in my high school or college or graduate school <laughs> yeah. classes. Yeah. There were a couple of girls with the sturdy square body type, but they were not fat. Yeah. And it is so sad to see today young girls and even young boys with this problem. So Sheila says the unnatural laboratory-made chemical called high fructose corn syrup should be banned from the food supply. It is derived from corn, however. It is derived. Mm-hmm. So uh, she offers a little... She writes with a little history about high fructose corn syrup and how people should not mistake it for right. regular old fructose, See, the, which is found in The problem is not fructose per se, because no. some people will say, oh my God, you know, there, there's like, uh, uh, I give people like a uh, lozenge of DGL. And yeah. It, it's maybe, there's a tiny bit of fructose in exactly, there. Exactly. From like honey from or something. Sweetened. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh my God, it's fructose. And, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. more, it's quantitative because it's, it's synthetic. It's yeah. much higher than you find in natural sources. Yes. Although you can't, you know, if you gorge on, on uh, you know, certain fruit, you're going to get a significant amount yeah. of fructose. But nobody's gorging on fruit. You could have your normal amount of fruit that you have in a day, maybe two servings, maybe four. It's not the same as having, you know, a fruit punch. Right. Or a 12-ounce fruit or punch. Or soda that's exactly. sweetened with high fructose corn syrup. Right. Uh, it's like and- 12... Teaspoons of sugar. It's even more pernicious than glucose because it seems that fructose has more of an effect on triglycerides and fatty liver. Yes. And it doesn't need insulin. Well, not high fructose corn syrup because it's a combo of fructose and glucose. But too much fruit or fruit juice, that type of a thing. It doesn't require insulin. And yeah, that triglyceride buildup. Yeah. The fatty liver buildup. It's sort of a stealth sugar in that it bypasses the insulin. So technically it it doesn't... uh, it, it still provokes insulin resistance because if you the fatter you are, the right, more right, insulin right, right. you'll have. The, it's not a direct stimulation of insulin. Yes. Indirect. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of articles about how harmful it is. So right. thanks for pointing that out. Yes, um, Sheila, thank you. And, you know, apropos of that comment about the fat people, uh, the overweight people. Yeah. Uh, you know, and again, we don't want to body shame, but 
you know, I was watching the horrible scenes from, uh, you know, uh, Kabul uh, airport, you know, where the people are flooding onto the tarmac yeah. and, um, and, and, you know, grabbing onto the landing gear of the plane, you know, in a vain yeah. hope that they can get out. And I'm saying to myself, I don't see any fat people. They're all lean. They're all lean, you know, mm-hmm. and they're on a, like a, I mean, it's pretty westernized there to some right. extent. You can get more westernized food. It's, yes. But by and large. Not like you would in Western Europe. They're about okay. a couple of generations behind us mm-hmm. in this industrialization of the food uh, process. Yes. True. Yeah. True. So, uh, you know, so much for indigenous diet. Good point at which to pause for yes. an opportunity to allow one of our sponsors Mm-hmm. this chance to share a vital message with you. So please listen up. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our next question? We have from Jean. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I followed a Facebook item with an interesting title, and it brought me to the attached. And the attached is now the, the manufacturer now who makes vitamins, identifies problems with curcumin products on Amazon. This was on Nutraceuticals World. And Jean says, it's good to see a supplement manufacturer testing supplements like this. Is that a common practice? It reminds me of what Consumer Reports does for appliances, and I'd love to be able to cross-check supplement brands with this sort of information before buying. Nobody should be buying supplements on Amazon. Absolutely. Let me just say that yep. first. Yep. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're getting. It's a free fire zone. Absolutely. They could be getting... You know, they've people have taken stuff out of... Third-party Amazon stuff that you would buy on Amazon, people have taken stuff out of dumpsters and sold them to you. <laughs> yeah, so so that's... and you know, in contradistinction to Fullscript, where we Abs- list yes. our supplements, they really vet the manufacturers very carefully. There's a certificate of authenticity. The most and of the a manufacturers very high degree of integrity. Tested, you know, yes. and then they they bounce uh, manufacturers who are not meeting standards. Mm-hmm. Amazon is just basically, you know, uh, let a thousand flowers bloom. You know, it's like a free fire zone. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting is that now Vitamins is the consumer brand of the professional line Protocol for Life Balance. Yes. And I really like that company because I like protocol. a lot of integrity, yeah. a small privately owned company, mm-hmm. not driven by stockholders, Yes. not like uh, Nestle's, which has bought up a lot of the uh, supplement mm-hmm. companies and, uh, you know, with it just uh, going for the jugular with profits. Yeah. A lot of integrity. Uh, they do a lot of testing. And, you know, the curcumin is important because, you know, just grinding up some turmeric powder is, you know, it's not going to be that bioavailable. Yeah. And what you need is a high percentage of curcuminoids 
preferably in liposomal form because yes. curcumin is poorly absorbed. You need some fat. And, you know, another of our manufacturers makes a really good uh, curcumin. It's the, um, uh, 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 the, um, uh, pharma. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, Pharmac, Pharmax? No, 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 no Pharmax. Pharma. No, 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 that's something Why different. am I blogging on it? Yeah. Uh, sponsor's going to be angry. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's the, uh, go to Future Hoff- Farm. Future Farm. Future Farm. Future farm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go to drhoffman.com. You'll find it. Future Farm. Yes. Uh, it, it's actually, uh, uh, futurefarm. slash Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, where they dispense their product. Right. And so they make a liposomal curcumin, which I've been using. Yeah. Uh, which I really think has, has helped me recover, you know, from, from exercise. From exercise. Because I get like, oh, you know, like my knee's a little sore, you know, yeah. my shoulder's a little, you know, tight. And I really not experienced that since I've been taking that liposomal curcumin. It's terrific. Like wonderful. Um, so, so you're, you're recommending it for exercise recovery then? Yeah, for pains, exercise recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's liposomal, and it really seems to yeah. amp up the bioavailability of the curcumin. And of course, the, the uh, protocol for life also makes a, a form of curcumin. Yes, I think a couple of forms of curcumin. Yeah. So, so yeah, wonderful stuff. Yeah, you really have to be careful what your other sources. Everybody who's listening of where you get your supplements, and I, it would be wise to. Get from, you know, places with reliable proven, sources, yeah. proven integrity. You know, and and then and this whole their... practice of like, you know, I talk about something, and then people go like to, uh, you know, Costco or something, and they say, well, you know, he recommends fish oil, so let me go to the shelf. Oh, this fish oil is terrific. It's like three hundred for nine ninety nine. Right. A bargain. Oh, sorry, seven hundred for nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's like, and it's, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, it's it may be. Poorly sourced, yeah. rancid, contaminated. Right. Although, in fairness, even kind of these discount places, they've been doing a job, a good job about getting some really high quality brands in. Sure. It's, yeah. It, per se, you, you know, like Walmart, places like that. Yeah. It's not always bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's a spectrum of products. Yeah. And since, you know, people are shopping for economy at those places, they will offer sometimes low-cost options, which may be inferior. True. That's true. When it comes to, like, if vitamin C... You get C, what you pay for. No, look, for some things, I think pretty much your vitamin D is vitamin D, and it's a commodity. Vitamin C is vitamin C. It's not that important with some things, but with, like... Understandable, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you've faced with, like, uh, a bottle of vitamin D that's, like, $40 versus a bottle of vitamin D that's, like, uh, you know, $12. Yeah. You know, it, it might be okay. It might be okay. Yeah. The source being lanolin, pretty much. Yeah. For a vitamin D supplement. Yeah. So that's really what we're talking about. I mean, maybe there's a fancy label or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got a question from Sandy. I've been a long-time listener, and I'm hoping you could provide some insight on information I received from my dermatologist. Sandy's 29 years old. Went to the dermatologist because my forehead has been dry, chap-looking, feels rough and bumpy okay. to touch. So, so hold on. i got to say this, is that of all the questions that do not lend themselves well to a, uh audio format, uh-huh. uh, dermatological questions yes. are... Yes. I can't see what they're seeing. Exactly, exactly. That's you know, true. So I'm going yeah. to say that as a caveat here. Yeah. Uh, 
When I went to the dermatologist the first time, she told me it was essentially dandruff on my forehead, which can happen, right? She prescribed a cream to use twice a day for two weeks. I did this and it didn't really seem to make a difference. And I went back to the dermatologist about a month later for a full body skin check. And she looked at my forehead again and said that it was, quote, precancerous skin discoloration, end quote. With that diagnosis, she prescribed 5-FU. Mm-hmm. She gave me the details on what? exactly what this so, will do so, and look like. So there is a, a kind of a concerning yes. skin condition, which is a, like a pre-melanoma yeah, kind of but, thing. But Dr. Hoffman, and it didn't seem like she was confident that it would work either. Well, why would you prescribe it? This then was a big jump from dandruff to using yeah. 5-FU. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's an alternative route that I could take for this or if you have any rec- recommendations. Well, I think it's a concerning situation and it kind of undermines the confidence of the patient. But I'm not in a position. Here, let's to, try some chemotherapy and see if it. Well, you, see if the spaghetti sticks. No, well, you know, there. I'm not going to say necessarily it, that it's. Yeah. It, it sounds a little like that, but uh, you know, there may be a basis for that. Now, I would say that uh, to render a diagnosis of a precancer, uh, I'm not sure what common dermatological practice would be, but I would think there would be a biopsy performed. True, true. But, you know, uh, I think dermatologists are also using this term precancer for every mole on the body. Okay. Because every mole right. can change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't you know, know, it's like we're all pre... We're all precancers We're all pre-something. We're all pre <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Is there an alternative route? Well, I don't know. But I will say this. Yeah. I mean, for for dry skin in general, you know, there is nutritional support, which is lots and lots of, of uh, omega three fatty acids. Yes. Sometimes GLA helps dry skin. Yes, forage oil. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and diet change. Of Some course. zinc, vitamin C. Right. Get diet re- change. Diet changes big time. Sandy, go see, go get a second opinion from another right. dermatologist because yeah. it's just been the one. Perfectly fine. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and Fudex is a form of it's a chemotherapy drug that's sometimes used for colon cancer, mm. but it's in a topical form. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5-FU. That's yeah. a great name for something. 5-FU. Or F-U-Dex. F-U-Dex. Uh, which, now, so the other thing is, I don't know what kind of skin cancer it is pre, but for if it's pre-basal or pre, mm. uh, you know, the other, you know, yeah. the, Types of skin cancer, non-melanoma um, skin cancer. Yeah, the skin niacinamide my, is good for that. Oh yeah, she says the skin on my forehead is not even squamous, looking. Squamous, you know, squ- could it be pre-squamous? I don't know what yeah. we're looking at. Here. Right, right, right. There could be red dots. But for basal and squamous, yeah. to reduce the, you know, it's not a cure, but to reduce subsequent development. Mm-hmm. Uh, niacinamide at about fifteen hundred a day has been shown to be helpful, and that's written yeah. up in the New England Journal of Medicine. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. All right. But so you know, Sandy, I'm not saying you know just stop the FUDX and just take some niacinamide. I mean, you need. I mean, if you need a second opinion. Yeah, it sounds you like need it. Need a second opinion. Absolutely. But to to render a diagnosis of precancer, do you do you not want to do a biopsy? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, d- right. Uh, you know, dermatologists love to do biopsies. Yeah. Sure. But maybe she thought she is. was going to spare the person that. The, a biopsy, the biopsy say, just treat it. Take this? Just treat it. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be a little, but we're a little bit wary a, of that. In a guesswork realm mm-hmm. here. True. True. We have a final question from okay. Judy. Uh, a another final Judy. question. 
from another Judy. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. My husband recently had a stent put in because of a 75% blockage in mm-hmm. one of his coronary arteries. Well, just stop obviously. right there. Yeah. You know, uh, there's not a lot of evidence that a stent uh, does any good for a 75% blockage where it's asymptomatic. I mean, the study after study has shown really? that stenting merely for uh, narrowing uh, makes a big difference long term. Yeah. And where it does make a difference is if a person is experiencing shortness of breath or pain or angina, uh, you know, then it does make a difference. But yes. for asymptomatic patients, merely to say you have some narrowing and pop in a stent, it's the most commonly done thing in the world. But yeah. there's a lot of criticism of that as overreach. Hmm. So I'm not saying necessarily right. that that was ill-advised, but you know, as a as a standard practice, it's there's not a lot of basis for believing that that's that's interesting. Good. So Judy says my husband went from no medications to now taking Plavix, yeah. a statin, a baby aspirin, a blood that's pressure the problem, medication. When you have a stent in, it it creates a sticky surface that blood clots can form, and then you have to be in a blood thinner for to. indefinitely. Absolutely. My husband also takes a lot of your recommended vitamins, like vitamin C, D, K2, CoQ10. Hold it. I know where this is going. Ah. This is going into a consultation. Ah. Yeah. You're going to read a whole panoply of supplements. Yeah. What else should he take or, you know? Right. Well, Judy says this. It does not appear that the doctors or nurses know very much about vitamins and seem to be reluctant about using them. Do you have any suggestions if I can continue this regimen? Can he continue taking the vitamins that he's on, taking these medications? I don't want to go there. Yeah, we don't want. To, we don't. We can't. Yeah, do I don't want to go there because we don't know. Because you know that I. We I don't would. know everything. We don't know anything about your husband, except that he's got a stent. He's on these meds and he's taking these. Uh, yeah. Right. So yeah. you know that is exactly the reason why people consult with professional nutritionist yes is to mm-hmm. uh, get a reasoned uh, evaluation yeah that takes time and takes into account of history and the medications people are taking looks at drug nutrient interactions a thorough, thorough assessment some of these medications may interfere with the efficacy of the yeah. blood thinners or exaggerate the blood thinning capability exactly. of that and you know I cannot just say I right you know Look, wait, I got to need it. Hmm. I'm going to talk to Irving because at every podcast, you notice I, Irving is in the room and Irving is my attorney. And I, as a precaution, ah. I always have Irving. There. So I ask, Irving, <laughs> shall I give this patient advice? Because this is a guy who's got heart disease and, you know, frankly, bad stuff could happen to him. And it, exactly. Wait, Irving's saying, he's nodding his head. He's no. He no. says, don't go there. No. He says, don't go because, you yeah. know, in, right? Yeah. So I got to listen to Irving. Right. I mean, we have to listen to Irving Judy. <laughs> we can't do consults on podcasts. Oh, well, you know, goodness. look, and we do to some extent. We we offer advice, but it's more it's more it's narrowly very, focused. Yes, narrowly focused. It is right. It is absolutely. So we thank you for your questions, and to remind you where to send your questions, radio program at aol.com. That's radio program at aol.com. Keep them coming because we love to hear from you. And, uh, you know, if you're interested, you know, we'll see if Irving wants to do, you know, a few podcasts because <laughs> the whole, you know, the, the, the call. The Talk le- about the legal ram- ramifications of doing this podcast at all. If these are the kinds of questions we're going to get. Right. Oh, golly. He's, yeah. our, he's our legal eagle. Always on the lookout <laughs> for trouble. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for your questions. Radio program at AOL.com. Keep them coming. 
Have yourselves a great week and, you know, try and uh, do something other than be tuned to the the news that scrolls across your TV oh, yes. screen. Yes. Uh, ever shut, shut it off from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Ever predicting worse forms of doom. Yes. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.